I'm Katie Prejean McGrady, and this is Ave Spotlight. Today, we are chatting with Tommy McGrady, co-author of Advent and Christmas, One Day at a Time for Catholic Teens, about how to prepare uh, intentionally for the season of Advent and Christmas, especially in the weird year that is 2020. Hey, Tom, thanks for joining us on Ave Spotlight. Hey, it's good to be here. You know, a long-time listener, first-time caller. I'm enjoying it. Thanks for having me on. This is, so for listeners who might not know, this is my husband. How are you? <laughs> we are actually Zoom calling uh, from two different parts of the same house uh, to make it work because that's the interface that I use to edit the show. Um, so it's a little strange. The toddler's napping, the baby's being held by a grandfather. So this is just going to be a great, a great 15 minutes trying to use the Wi-Fi at the same time. 2020! <laughs> um, well, long before the craziness of 2020, you and I wrote another book together. So we did. Um, it was fun. It was. Before we talk about that book, Tommy, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you are, what you do, um, and how that project kind of came to be. Um, yeah, I'm in Lake Charles, Louisiana, and I, I'm married uh, to a wonderful wonderful woman. We have two beautiful children together. Um, you should meet them sometime, Katie. They're fantastic. Yeah, um, I've heard we, they're pretty good. <laughs> they are great. Uh, I'm a teacher at Lake Charles College Prep. I teach biology. Um, I do consider it ministry in the school, uh, but now it's just church adjacent as opposed to church direct. Um, and in the midst of life and, and um, doing ministry and doing teaching, uh, we decided we want to write a book about walking young people through um, the liturgy of the church um, through different liturgical seasons, because there's so much um, to be done in those seasons, but sometimes young people can feel either overwhelmed by it or just go through the motions or I don't know why, why am I not eating meat on Friday? This is weird. Um, So why do I get this weird ash on my forehead? Um, So I think we want to be able to clarify some things for young people and walk them through um, what it can do for their spiritual life and, and their life of discipleship. So yeah, so we wrote a book to try to help young people walk through liturgical seasons. We did the Lent one, Lent, um, and then we did Advent and Christmas. So why did why did you say yes to the project? I know why I said yes to the project. Why did you say yes? Um, you know, until death do us part. That's why. No, um, we I said uh, yes to the project because Lent is is one thing, but Advent it's like the forgotten season because it, it goes by so fast. Um, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, Advent, Advent, great. Where's my Advent calendar? Fantastic. Here's Christmas. Give me my, to- give me my toys. Um, and so, and that's that's you know what our culture has kind of created. But there's so much in Advent. Um, it's a time to slow down so you can actually enjoy the gift of Christmas instead of just you know barreling your way through it. There's so much there to to walk that road uh, to Bethlehem with Mary and Joseph and Jesus. Uh, to put yourself in that story. I think there's just, there, there's so much fruit there and such a, a, a lot of growth to be had, especially for young people in such formative times in their lives. But I really wanted us to, to dive deep there and give them um, this experience um, of praying those four weeks up to Christmas. And then also now that he's, now that he is here in the flesh, my goodness, what a gift, the most pivotal point of human history. Well, now what? Like there's, it's not just a day, it's a season. How do we carry that 
that, that transformative spiritual moment uh, beyond one day, but into every aspect of our lives from that day forward. Yeah, I mean, I think Advent, like you said, it, it gets um, it gets rushed through. I mean, if you walk into Target today, there's already Christmas decorations out. I've already purchased some. And it's like, there's not even, it hasn't even happened. Halloween hasn't even come yet. Uh, we still have to go through Thanksgiving, which just completely gets absorbed into Black Friday to just shop. And so Advent just kind of gets glossed over in the secular world. But in the church, there's this intentional, we light a candle, we sit in the darkness, we, we sing O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, in a very, uh, it's almost kind of right. a haunting, somber song, even though there's great joy and anticipation that it's talking about. Tell me a little bit about the format yeah. of the book, which is silly. I mean, I feel like I'm interviewing myself because I helped you write this, but tell, tell yeah. our listeners about the format of the Advent Christmas book. Yeah, I mean, it's very similar to our, our Lenten book in, in that we, we give them uh, scripture um, to start off with, to kind of let them just dive in and sink their teeth into it. Um, and then we give a little, you know, explanation, a little um, exhortation about um, what that scripture might mean uh, for their life today, for the season. Um, and then we, all, we offer some challenges. So, so now go and do this. Now that you've prayed with this and sat with this, go and do the thing. You know, go and grow in holiness. Go and, and live that example um, in, in patience and humility and grace and love and moving up to Christmas. Um, and then we also offer some re- reflection questions. We don't want those kids to just be doing things. We want those things that they do to um, lead to their growth and development. And the only way to do that is through reflection. So we really wanted this to be um, their workbook, as it were. I'm a teacher, so I, l- I l- love when they could um, process through the information. It's not just about the assignment, but it's about the development. So giving them that opportunity to go deeper, um, to let, let Christ shine a light um, inside of them that maybe they have, haven't seen before and get an insight about themselves or about their, um, their walk with Christ that they haven't noticed before or their neighbor or their friend or their enemy or their parents or whatever. Um, so we really wanted to provide those avenues to reflection questions um, as well as challenges to kind of open them up to the movement of the spirit. Yeah. I mean, it's, Obviously, Spotlight is a podcast that tries to look at kind of the cultural moment, the church moment, and respond to it and give just some insight. And I, I really feel like, sure, this is a conversation about what's coming in, I don't know what, like 40 days we start Advent, something around there. Um, wow. But like also 2020 in general is kind of a year that's demanded, okay, we need to oh, read yeah. ourselves in scripture. We need to to take a moment to reflect and to maybe be challenged in, in being a more loving and compassionate person to those around us, to those who are suffering in different ways than maybe we've ever experienced ourselves and to, to intentionally and purposefully pray. Um, I mean, I know that we've been through the ringer in the past month and a half and, and scripture and prayer and reflection have kind of been the only thing that has helped us survive that and extra hands of grandparents. I mean, if 2020 hasn't taught us to slow down, to strip everything down to what's most important, to reprioritize, then I don't think anything else will. I, I mean, like the, it, the and, and it's a, I mean, it's really a perfect analogy for Advent, right? I mean, the Christmas season is not some, an Advent is not some stained glass reality. It was, a, it was a messy, stressed out time. Yeah, I mean, childhood hey, is not clean. So I but, imagine no, it was pretty well, stressed. Even, before that, I mean, Mary, pregnant, very, very pregnant on a donkey traveling all that way. Poor Joseph. And like, it's, and he does, and he can't 
fix anything. He can't call ahead and find a room. He needs to just wait and be with Mary and Joseph on that road to keep her safe, to be with him. And, and I'm sure, I mean, he would, he must have been so worried about, well, what what are we doing when we get there? Where are we going to stay? This baby's coming. And was unable to handle those things. Just like us today, we're so angry. Well, when's the next hurricane coming or, or, or when's the vaccine coming and what's going to happen with COVID and all, all those things, all those anxieties. And really so much is out of our control that the only thing we can do is stay connected to Jesus and to Mary and to walk the road with them day to day mm-hmm. and trust, building that trust that all will be well, that all matter of things will be well. That's that's uh, the challenge of 2020 and of the Advent season is how can you walk with God in the midst of the mess and trust that he's going to work it out as you take your next step. So that's, yeah, I think, I think it's a profound moment in our culture of we need to stop, slow down and figure some stuff out and reconfigure our, our lives and our priorities so that we can re- recognize, rethink about the gifts that are all around us. And even in the midst of the m- most bizarre year I've ever seen, yeah. there's many gifts that are there. And, and the same is true uh, for Advent. There's well, and if a person of- hasn't taken advantage of the slowing down and the shutdowns, if they haven't taken advantage of the slowing downs in the summertime or of delayed school starts, then perhaps Advent is the perfect time to do that. So I guess here at the end, my question is, What's one thing that everybody that's listening can do to maybe intentionally prepare for the season of preparation besides buying the book? What's, <laughs> what's something that they can do to really start to prepare their hearts and their homes and their, their families, their workplaces, really just to, to get ready for Advent? Yeah, I think um, what I'm drawn to is, is the nativity scene itself. And I would, I would invite those who will want to walk this journey to think about that scene and, and who is it that they are. Are they, are they the shepherds? Are they Mary? Are they Joseph? You know, are they the wise men? Like, who, who are you in this story? Um, and what gift do you want to give or receive from Jesus um, in, on Christmas? What, 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 what are you looking to give and what are you looking to receive? What do you need to receive? That's what I would invite, invite people to reflect on um, is, is who are you in that nativity story? And what are you there to offer Jesus and what do you think he's there to offer you? Um, I think because that kind of sets the parameter um, and sets the end goal and, and your your mile markers as you walk through the journey. So I think that would give people a good idea uh, of a place to start their prayer. Awesome. Well, Tom, thanks for joining me from the playroom of our house. Well, you know, it's good to be with you. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad, glad we, could, we could eke out some time to talk to each other in our own house. It's very nice. This is, this is actually probably the most substantive conversation we've had that's not about like construction work, roofing, evacuation plans, but we, diapers. But we did talk about a carpenter. We did talk about a carpenter. We did. And that, that's okay. You think he's a better general <laughs> contractor than the guy we hired or a better roofer than the roofer that we had? Certainly. He had to be a better roofer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So every, at the end of every episode, we ask, uh, what's your hope for the week? Um, so tell me, what's your hope for the week? Uh, my hope for the week um, is reconnecting with my students on uh, on Monday. It's it's super hard with them because uh, we're staring at screens for eight hours a day. So I'm looking forward to reconnecting with them and kind of continuing to build those relationships and watching them um, thrive, even 
in some of these ridiculous environments um, and challenges challenges that they have. So I'm looking forward to this week with my kids. My hope for the week um, is that all of the air quality tests at Rosa's school goes well and that she can go back to school on Thursday because she loved it last week. And I'd hate for her to not get to go back. That's my hope. Also, so that we have some sort of normalcy at the house. <laughs> that would be beautiful. Fingers crossed. I will intentionally prepare my heart for that the same way that I hope listeners intentionally prepare for Advent this year. Tommy, thanks so much for joining us. Glad to be here. You may have noticed at the beginning of the show that we did not have the name of Father Dennis Strack, and then, of course, he was not with us for this interview. Father Dennis is taking on more responsibility with the Holy Cross Fathers in the vocations office, and so his travel schedule has changed slightly. His responsibilities on campus at the University of Notre Dame have changed, and so he's just no longer able to co-host the show due to his time restraints. So this week was just kind of our little buffer episode with just Tommy and I. Uh, And our new co-host, Chanel Shaw, who you might remember from one of our earlier episodes, will be joining us next week. Chanel will co-host a few episodes a week, and we might have some other special guest hosts popping in from time to time as well. So we hope you stick with listening to Ave Spotlight on the regular. Um, We're very, very grateful for Father Dennis and for the voice that he gave to this this show for the the episodes that he was able to join us for, and and hopefully we'll be able to have him back on the show at some point. You know, Ave Spotlight is still a new show. It's still finding its legs. It's still getting used to what it's trying to do and having these quick conversations with people about stuff that's relevant in the church and in the world today and to hopefully give you something to chew on as the week begins. We hope that you would subscribe to this show, share it with other people, and give it a rating if you like it so that more folks can find it and get in on the fun that is all of the Ave Maria Press podcasts that we create. Of course, we'd like to remind you as well that we have Ave Explorers, our long-form show, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify, just like this show is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you join us next week for the debut of Chanel Shaw as our new co-host for Ave Spotlight. Um, Be well and have a great week, everyone.